clarity of communication drives action. It provides you inspiration to complete desired objectives. Catherine McCourt has over 20 years of sales, marketing, and business development experience. Her professional experience, along with her own soul journey, compelled her to become a life and transformational business coach. Her goal is to help entrepreneurs, businesses, and individuals to lead with purpose to prosper. She works with clients around the globe to gain clarity of purpose and aligning those aspects in both their personal and professional lives in order to succeed. She joined me this week to have a conversation about business clarity, success, inclusion, and equality. I'm Kevin McShan. Let's have this conversation. to be with you this afternoon uh, to, t- to, t- uh, to talk about your uh, journey in business. Great to see you today. Thank you so very much for being here. Yeah, great. Thank you. So, Catherine, I know that your business uh, coaching focuses on a, a purpose-driven burnout mindset and purpose-driven sales. So I'm wondering if you can tell me about all the great work that you do. Sure. Um you know, becoming a life and business coach uh, really was attractive to me because I have always been very curious about why, why things are the way they are or why people do the certain things they do. Um, and being a transformational um, coach allows me to really look at things holistically. And within everything that we do, there should be purpose. And it takes certain mindset to you know, get from A to B. Um, And purpose-driven sales, the business side of it really comes from my own experience and my own career. Um, You know, my, I have a 20 year history um, throughout my life working in what I thought my career would be in marketing specifically, um, but really led me to sales. And um, I guess you could say I caught the sales bug, but what I realized is that sales can have a really bad um, <laughs> reputation and it can have a really good one. And I'm someone who always thought that sales could be done in a much more authentic and better way. Um, and which is how I've led my career um, to its success. And now I'm using my coaching as a platform to help um, coach others to do the same and, you know, work from a place of purpose and integrity and authenticity uh, in their sales career. But on the life side, the purpose and mindset really are the deep part of the work that I do and helping people uncover and awaken their purpose. Um, and really, you have to have the right mindset. So purpose and mindset are both the foundational things for you to really succeed in a fulfilling life. Yeah, absolutely. And you alluded to this a little bit, but you also said 
their own personal soldier your early children inspired the work that you do uh, today. So I'm wondering if you can tell me just a little bit more about how it personally is meaningful for you for the work that you do. Sure. So, I mean, my story or my journey, I should say, is really a two-part journey. And as I mentioned, I've always been a very curious person, always really needing to understand the deeper why behind things. And also, you know, wondering why, um, you know, society has this almost one way of life. And I always thought everyone should be able to live the way that they want to live and, you know, have some acceptance in that in the world. And just because you, you know, maybe don't want to rush to get married and have kids in your 20s and 30s, or you want to drive after a career or vice versa, there really should be no judgment of how people choose to, to do that and what, what um, I guess, method they, or what methods they do to, to do that and live life. And so when I was in my 20s, um, I ended up, you know, coming back from school and having this, you know, career drive in me, which I've always had from a young age, and knew that I wanted to create a career before I settled down. Um, and then my world was sort of flipped upside down in my 20s. And my mom and my sister were both diagnosed with life-threatening diseases, with, all within one year of each other. And it really threw me for a loop. It made me realize more than ever that I needed to find my own path and live a life that really resonated with me. Um, but it also taught me a lot about the fact that I wasn't someone who was very vulnerable. I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. So I wasn't getting in life to where exactly I wanted to be um, because of not dealing with certain things, not being able to manage my emotions around the news that happened to my family. And I got professional help when I finally realized I couldn't do it on my own. And um, that sort of started me on this path of clarity and, you know, being able to deal with the emotions. My mom and my sister are absolutely fine today. So I'm grateful to say that. Um, but once I saw that they were on the road to mending or to, I should say, on the on the road to health again, um, I realized that now is my time. And if I don't make a change today towards the direction that I really want to go, then when am I going to do it? And this is in my late 20s uh, when I decided to do this. And then I finally moved in my, when I was 30, I moved across the country um, with no job. I just dropped everything and decided that this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to move somewhere that I thought gave me more of a lifestyle that resonated with me. So I moved from Montreal, Canada to Vancouver, um, to the West Coast, where the lifestyle was much more about being outdoors, being active, um, living a really healthy lifestyle. And I've always been a very active person. So that drew me to, to Vancouver, being a very different place than the rest of Canada. And um, also the weather, can't beat the weather. So a uh, lot warmer winters. And then, sorry, I'll just fast forward to the second part, which was that um, three years into a career that I found this brand, fell in love with, but three years in I hit burnout. And I ended up being in burnout for two years before I really succumbed and realized how burnt out I actually was. And it was in a yoga class where I ended up, you know, at the end of the yoga class, just sitting silent and tears started to come down 
out of my eyes. And I was thinking, wow, there's something really wrong with me to be crying in yoga. I should feel relieved. And it really, it brought me to a place of realizing that I hadn't stopped um, in the last three years. And while I was building this new career and um, I didn't take time for myself, I didn't take care of myself. I had, you know, some digestive issues that showed up. And so when I, when I realized how burnt out I was, I had to consider what it is I'm doing. What am I really doing? And I love this brand, but is the job that I am doing actually the job I want to be doing? And I had outgrown the job. Um, and I was lucky enough to be able to recreate or not recreate, but create my own path within the company. Um, they were open enough to say, hey, okay, we recognize you're burnt out. What do you want to do? Because we want to keep you. What do you want to do? And so I was able to create my own path um, still within sales and business development, but create a whole new channel for that business um, over a period of, I just ended there um, in 2020. So it was six years that I spent building something new there that was more in line with who I was um, and more in line with the type of sales I wanted to do. So that all led me to where I'm at today, which is now a coach, um, because I realized that I can have much more of an impact uh, if I can help people get unstuck, if I can help people realize that they can create what they really want, if they can um, have the right tools and the right support, they can create the life that they truly want. And from a business standpoint, I have so much knowledge now with being in sales and business development for 20 years that um, I would love to coach others and empower them to do sales in a different way and uh, in the way that I think the world is moving, which is with a lot more authenticity, a lot more purpose, um, and that drive. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm also curious to ask you about. When you work with people and they uh, tell you the obstacles they overcome, I'm also curious to ask you, how do you use obstacles in business to uh, create avenues of prosperity? Sure. I mean, in business, there's all kinds, just as there are in life, so many challenges that we're faced with and so many things that, you know, can steer the business in a different direction. And so every challenge is a, is a chance to learn. And I believe that every challenge is there for a reason. So whether that's, you know, challenge that you, the business has lost business or whether it's challenging to gain business. And so I think it's just about, you know, knowledge is power. I'm a big believer of that. So the more that you can learn about what's happening in this challenge and the situation, uh, meaning that holistic view of what's really the key contributors to why this is challenging or why this isn't working, I think is really the foundation of how you can start digging your way out of it or how you can start changing it um, to a positive outcome um, or even one that you just take away and go, right, you know what, that did suck, but we learned and we know what to do next time or how to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And Catherine, as I shared with you before we started recording, I was uh, born with uh, what's called a spastic quadruple cerebral palsy. simply means that I don't have oxygen in my legs to walk normally. And I'm always interested to ask 
business people there for you on diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I'll frame the question this way in terms of making sure that all inclusive voices are heard in business. How do you think we accomplish that goal? Sure. I mean, that is such a great question because I, I do think, um, you know, voices need to be heard. And right now, more and more people are trying to be heard or some people are being louder than others. And it's creating a very interesting world right now. I think everyone should be empowered to share their thoughts, their ideas, their knowledge. Um, and acceptance should be granted. And what I mean is acceptance should be um, heard, though not all opinions can necessarily be, be um, fully addressed or fully granted. But I think the acceptance to be heard should absolutely be there in all types of environments. And not to get into it, but I mean, look at what's happening right now during this trucker mandate protest. You know, the ones who are standing up for their jobs and the right to continue to provide for their families. This is very different from those, you know, that are now gotten, it's gotten out of hand. So, you know, there's radicals out there and there's other voices starting to create a mess of this whole deeper reason to why this group was, um, you know, protesting in the first place. And I think without differences of opinions, the world would be a really boring place. I think inclusion in the workplace is so needed. We're a different world than we were 10 years ago. Heck, you know, a different world than we are today um, and in the last two years. So being inclusive allows us to be more aware. And I believe knowledge is power, like I mentioned before. So the more we know about things and hear others' opinions, uh, the more we can create a better foot forward. Yeah, and I do that, and I'm also curious to ask you, how do you think we create a healthier environment when it comes to empowerment and giving people, people purpose behind their objectives? Sure, I mean, purpose for me is knowing the true reason behind why we love the things that we do or why we're doing the things that we do. And, you know, um, purpose is also tied into people's values and what their natural gifts are and how they work. And I think if companies can be more attuned to how their employees are bringing value, not just value to their bottom line, but meaning their talents, their gifts, I think that the experience would be a lot different in the work world. And you'd be able to probably see that there's probably a lot more you can gain than actually lose by allowing people to really shine their gifts while they're at work and the empowerment piece i mean i love this word it's giving people young or old really that opportunity to be confident um, to show up um, how they authentically are uh, and share whatever their gifts as i mentioned before or talents are in the world and you know being able to empower people to or guide them um, to have a voice and to feel confident um, to say what they have to say is a beautiful thing. And yes, their, you know, their voice may not always be accepted, as I mentioned before, but um, to have the confidence or give people the empowerment to have the confidence to be able to show up authentically as themselves and speak their own truth or speak their own opinion, I think is a really beautiful thing for us um, to take notice of. 
yeah. it, it, it challenges us like to bring it back to that challenge piece in business. I mean, you know, you should be challenged by some of the people that you work with. And sometimes you find the better road or the better path um, when you allow people to ask questions that they're curious about. And maybe it will, will create a better foot forward. Yeah, creating a pathway to get out of your comfort zone, I always say, is, is one of the most effective ways to grow, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. 100%. And Catherine, I know that you host your own podcast called uh, The Fearless Future, so I'm wondering if you can tell me all about the podcast and what it's all about. Sure. So this was really stems from a, a dream of mine when I was a lot younger. Um, I always wanted to be a talk show host. Because of my curiosity in the world, I always love chatting to people. I love knowing their stories. I love understanding, as I said, very early on in this this conversation that I just love knowing what makes people tick um, and why they do the things that they do. So I called the podcast Fearless Future with Catherine McCourt. So uh, Fearless Future really started out this podcast as more of a, a platform to be able to share people's stories of, of transformation and people who have overcome certain obstacles and fears in their life and, and built something totally new for themselves. Um, but what I've recognized is that my own curiosity gets the best of me. And um, I really want to know a lot about a lot of things. And what I also recognize is that my audience, you know, are people who are either in business or they're on their individual journey. And if I can keep bringing topics to light for them, or maybe share topics that they haven't um, even looked at, or maybe didn't even know they could be interested in, then that's really what I'm trying to use my podcast for. So I look at um, having transformational leaders as well as holistic healers on the show. Um, like I said, to share some of their expertise in the areas that they work in, but also to share their story of transformation because most people have had transformation in their life uh, if they really consider, you know, their story and, and how they got to where they are today. So that's truly the basis of, of the, the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And you also uh, tell me that you work with people to sort of get over their fear in order to, to succeed. And you also help people find a way to uh, sustainably get rid of burnout. So I'm wondering if you can tell me all about Sure. I mean, burnout is such a huge one for me. And you know, the, the whole journey for me becoming a coach, I think from early on, I always think I knew I was meant to be some sort of coach, mentor, or that. Um, because of my curiosity, I love to learn and then I love to share. And I suffered that burnout for two years um, before I actually admitted that I was in burnout. And what I wanted to do with, with part of my coaching is to help others realize that they're in when they're in burnout a lot sooner, or if we can catch it and they don't fall in burnout, that would be a major goal for me. So burnout is really important. It's, you know, creates a lot of, um, it doesn't create, but businesses create a lot of burnout. Um, jobs create a lot of burnout. Families create a lot of burnout. And it seems to be all over the place. And, you know, certainly this pandemic has exacerbated it. And if I could be someone that could help people, as I said, either eliminate from their life, navigate it while they're in it, or completely um, help them uh, miss falling out 
into burnout, um, then that's the goal of my coaching. And so I think you had also asked me a question about, you know, what are some, or what is kind of the foundation of burnout or how do we sustainably um, eliminate yeah. burnout? Yeah. Cause I think that that's, that's a really big, thing is people don't realize, you know, like I did it for two years. I, I'm someone who's physically active. So I thought my physical activity was helping me not burn out. Oh, I eat a salad every other day or, you know, eat, you know, at least 60% of my meals would be like super healthy. And I thought, Oh, I'm, I'm eliminating burnout. This is what I'm doing. But the truth is I still fell into burnout. And so what people don't realize is that there's work that you can do around burnout, such as mindset, resilience, boundaries, all those things will contribute to you having a sustainable outcome to not fall back into burnout. So a sustainable, I don't want to call it a cure um, because we never know what's going to happen in life and where it'll take you. But if you have your the right mindset, if you have worked on building resilience and building boundaries in your life, you will be able to sustainably navigate or sustainably eliminate burnout you know we, we we're a world of quick fixes you know take this take this for a week and you're going to feel better great i'll boost myself with b12 vitamin and i'll feel great for the month and then once i stop taking taking that b12 vitamin what happens i start feeling exhausted again so we're always about quick fixes or like pick up a, a class at the gym you know but it's all about figuring out what's really going to work for you um, naturally for you, because if you start doing things that don't naturally just come to you. So for example, I'm a runner and I love to run and that's part of my outlet and part of what helps me stay out of burnout. But to ask somebody who's never run or somebody who knows that they don't like to run to come and run, it'll help them eliminate burnout is kind of the wrong message. It's the wrong thing to get them on. We want to find what works for them from a physical activity standpoint and get them more engaged with that. Yeah, absolutely. I always say that everyone's portrait of success is different, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's so many ways that you can get to success and success means something different to everyone and how you do it should is, well, when people become successful, it's something that probably naturally happened within them. Um, that they don't realize that they followed. Yeah, you've uh, shared a little bit about this in your last answer, but I will frame it this way. I know that you live out there in uh, British Columbia, and I know uh, that you're a proud Canadian. So tell me, for you, for you, what's the best part about living in BC and being Canadian as well? Sure. I mean, you know what? I used to I used to think I wanted to live somewhere else in the world, and I still do. Um, you know, there's still parts of the world that I would love to go and, and stay and maybe, you know, do the six month here and six month there. Um, but probably I would say in the last like couple of years is really when I fell in love with Canada again. Um, and what I mean by that is my friends can definitely attest. I was always like, oh, you know, Canadians, they're so funny. They're like, you're Canadian. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I think for me, you know, Canada is a very safe place to live. Um, you can have a really nice lifestyle here. Um, 
you know, I, I believe there is freedom, although let's just forget about what's going on right now for a second. Um, but in general, Canada is a very free place to live. And moving to the West Coast, uh, for me, was that where else in Canada can I live that's very different than the urban life or the small town life that I grew up in? And Vancouver offers a very different climate than the rest of Canada. So talking not BC in general, but Vancouver specifically being an urban center, it's on the water, meaning the ocean, not the lake. Uh, you have mountains, so you know you can go skiing or you can run mountain bike, whatever it is that you want to do just at your doorstep. So living in Vancouver and BC has been really a great experience. I've been here for 16 years now. And I've explored so much of BC, the islands, the interior where we have wineries. Um, obviously, the mountains, everyone knows Whistler. Uh, you know, so it's just, it's a beautiful place where, you know, all year round, you can stay active. All year round, it stays mild, and you can really, you know, do a lot of different things here from week to week. So I think just the variety of it, I'm someone that likes variety in my life, so <laughs> it speaks it's, to me very well. <laughs> it's the spice of life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and finally, Catherine, I'm curious, if they make your life into a movie, what do you think you would want the main storyline to be in? That's such a great question, Kevin. Um, and there's probably a lot more thought I can put into it. But in general, I think for legacy, I mean, as someone who lived life authentically and with unwavering integrity, someone who empowered others to do the same. Yeah, absolutely. And finally, tell me if people want to get connected with you, Catherine, what's the best way they can do that? Oh, thanks. Yeah, so I do have a website. It's katherinemccourt.com. I also have two Instagram accounts. So one is my podcast, fearless.future, and the other one is at Catherine L. McCourt. Fantastic. Well, Catherine, I have to tell you, I was delighted to engage in a conversation with you about life, business, and everything in between. Your time on my behalf and work in the space are most appreciated. And I want to thank you for being here this afternoon. Thank you so much, Kevin. It was such a pleasure to meet you. And, you know, I truly am inspired by your story. And I love how you have brought purpose into your life or knew really early on that um, what it is that you wanted to do and made sure that it was a part of it. So I, I encourage anyone listening to this, um, if they don't fully know you yet, is to read about your story and it's very inspiring. And thank you so much for having me on. It's really appreciated.